If you're like me, the events of the past week and a half involving Israel, the Gaza Strip, and the Palestinians have probably left you feeling shocked, very saddened, maybe confused, maybe with a feeling of foreboding for the future. I know that I experienced all of those feelings. And I see this happening for a lot of people who are trying to come to grips or understand what's been happening. So in this clip, I'm going to share with you three things that I have noticed that I've stepped through and I think are necessary for anyone who is trying to understand or really feel through what is going on. And I'll just use myself because I think there is a spiritual awakening arc that is happening and in fact must happen for things to change. So for myself, I was raised in um, standard American education system, didn't ever really know too much about what was going on in Israel uh, with the Palestinians. Um, It was never very clear to me how and why things were the way they were. And I remember growing up always being a little puzzled. And when I did ask, the answer I always got back was some vague form of, it's complicated. It's so complicated. And the effect of that was a very, it was a very effective conversation stopper. Because it left me the impression that it was so hard to grasp so many complicated, complex things that I could never possibly understand. So just sort of leave it alone. Let the more brilliant people in the world deal with it. It's way over your head, Adele. And I also noticed that just reading standard mainstream media, at least in the U.S., wasn't very helpful either. Because if you're looking to mainstream media to understand the context of how all this happened, you won't find very much. And there's some reasons for that. And I didn't understand that either. So the first thing that I decided to do was to educate myself. And what I learned just shocked me. What I mean by that is, through a simple Google search, there's a wealth of information available online from very reputable sources that in the space of three to five minutes, you can get a much more detailed explanation of how and why things are the way in that part of the world than I ever got from reading mainstream media growing up. And what I learned was so shocking that I really related to what Gabor Mate, who I admire very much, he's a a psychologist, um, he brought this up. He said, it is a period of, it is a process of being disillusioned. By that, you know, usually we think of disillusionment as something bad. I've, I've lost my faith in my religion or a faith in humanity, whatever. But he said that disillusionment can actually be a very good thing. All it means is that you're losing your illusion about what you thought was true or what you thought was happening. 
and what I had learned growing up in the American education system and, and through mainstream media, I had a certain illusion about how that part of the world and why things were the way they were. And all it took was five, 10 minutes of reading in Google to go, oh my goodness, I had no idea. I didn't know. And I started to lose my illusion of how I thought things were working, what the truth was. When you go through disillusionment and you lose your illusion, the result is you start to see how things really are, not how you thought they were. And it's, it's actually, wouldn't you agree that that's a good thing? Would you rather be living a life of illusion, not knowing what you don't know, or go through a period of disillusionment and see how things really are? Because once you see how things really are, there's a whole bunch of deep understanding that will just click in to go, oh, for example, I realize that the, the context of what has been happening, there was a whole bunch of history I knew nothing about. And there was, you know, it didn't help that there were foreign governments involved with, um, you know, in, in interfering and all these things. But I, I started to see how things really were. So I find that very helpful. The question isn't so much if you don't know. The question becomes, do you want to know? Because the information is readily available if you do. And it will not be found in mainstream media. Now, naturally, there are spin doctors. There's misinformation, of course. But there is plenty of reputable sources on the internet where you can just do a basic, you know, bring me up to speed of what has happened and why. And then you'll be a sense of, oh. And what I noticed is um, a lot of people just would rather not know. The second thing I noticed was there's often sometimes in this side of the world, especially among spiritual people, there's this idea that I want to be neutral. You know, there's bad things happening on both sides. There, there's bad actors on both sides. So therefore, I don't know. I'm Switzerland. I'm just going to be neutral. And the, the journalist Christiana Amanpour said this very well. She said, it's more useful to go for truthfulness instead of neutrality. Because if you try to be neutral, what you're going to do is try to assume false equivalency. To say, well, there's bad actors on both sides, so I'm just neutral. But if you look a little closer, yes, there are bad actors on both sides. There's violence on both sides. Yes, yes, that is true. But one side is a hundred times bigger and more powerful over the other. It's not truly an equivalent situation. And trying to assign false equivalency and then coming up with neutrality does everyone a disservice because you're not really seeing what's happening. And a lot of spiritual people will do this. They just want to just throw up their hands and say, well, you know, bad things happen and I'm just, I'm going to be neutral and think good thoughts over here. And I am just inviting people to sit with a little bit more complexity 
that in this situation in particular, you have one side that is much more powerful and has been controlling and oppressing the other side to such an extent of the occupation of 2.2 million people is brutal. It is brutal. It has been that way for many decades. The violence, the stranglehold on food, not enough water, not enough medical supplies, people unable to earn a living, unemployment at 50%. Now, is there violence on both sides? Well, yes, and that's never a good idea. You know, you know, there's terrorism on both sides, yes. But if we don't at least acknowledge that one side, it's like, you know, a hundred times it's got a well-oiled military, the other side is desperately trying to survive. And what do desperate people do? You know, it's not surprising. It doesn't excuse it. But if you don't have this nuanced understanding of what is there, and you are in this sense of neutrality, or the sense of, oh, well, we can't have any violence at all. This is bad. You're missing an important piece. So I would, I would encourage you, lean for truthfulness, not neutrality. The third thing I notice, the one reason why conversations about this issue is so difficult, has been so difficult, is that people are very identified with certain groups. And when, when you say that you're identified, it means that you see yourself as them, meaning you might identify with being a dog lover or a homeowner or a feminist or um, a citizen of the Jewish, Jewish state of Israel, even if you live thousands of miles away. Or um, maybe you identify as a Palestinian, even if that you live thousands of miles away. But when you're tightly identified with another group, it means that any time that group is criticized, you feel criticized. Anytime that group is critiqued or held into account about something or questioned, you may feel attacked. And this knee-jerk reaction doesn't help in the discourse in trying to find solutions to a problem. There's a sense of right and wrong, black and white, and if that was all that was needed to solve this problem, the problem would have been solved 70 years ago. So we need people to be able to be a part of a group but not so tightly that you can't have some objectivity when that group's being questioned or held into account or challenged. It's not a bad thing that being able to vet ideas and thoughts, that it doesn't feel so overwhelmingly like an attack on you personally. So be sure to identify with yourself. You can be part of groups and such that it's better for your mental health that you don't feel personally attacked in any of this. Because these are emotional conversations. They transcend several, many generations. And people are already on a certain fight flight in their bodies when they're trying to advocate for their side. And that brings me to um, the last point I wanted to mention. Once you have lost your illusion 
and you're no longer trying to assign false equivalency for the bad things that are happening, although they're bad. It's always bad when innocent people get killed, hands down. And you're no longer trying to identify too much with whatever it is. I am that, that you are you and you are part of a group. Then there's a little bit of room to look at what is really there. What is really before us? What is the problem? Then I think most people will come to a, a, a standpoint in their own time that it is impossible to just be neutral on everything all the time. That at some point you may feel called to have a position or an opinion on something, right? That that would be the natural result. And when you do that, the spiritual question becomes, gosh, well, that means there's some skin in the game. And I would say, yes, there is. You know, and this is where the rubber meets the road. And this is why this kind of thing is so difficult for people hundreds of thousands of miles away living a comfortable life is that, you know, it's easy to talk about peace when you're not in the war zone yourself. But if you were to advocate or take a stand of what, what, wherever you are on the continuum of whichever side you fall on or whatever, you might be criticized. You know, people feel very uncomfortable stating how they really feel because we have 10,000 generations of history in our biology, in our nervous system that says, don't rock the boat. That if you go against what the group wants, what the tribe says is right, you could be killed. You could be singled out. You might get judged or censured. You know, in extreme situations, people might lose their jobs. They might lose their friends. Yeah? I mean, this is the spiritual rub of, well, how do I do this? Do I just not say anything? Do I just ignore and try to go into the school of happy thoughts, and maybe this will all take care of itself. It's understandable why people do that. It's also why these problems keep continuing. If we think the solution to everything is to bomb one side into some quasi-peace over 2.2 million people, it's, it's just not sustainable. I think we can all agree to that. Now, what the solution is, I don't know. I'm not a political scientist, but I will always be on the side of people who have been oppressed, brutalized, not being able to have enough to eat. The water is 97% is not drinkable in Hamas in the, in the Gaza area. I mean, is it any wonder that people are really feeling like they have nothing left to lose except fight? You know, I think we can all agree if the roles were reversed and some of us were plopped into these situations, it's very understandable. So these are the hard questions, you know, and what I would recommend that has helped me is as you sit with this to find where you are, not that you're looking for a solution, but how can you carry some energy of awareness do it in bite-sized chunks because it can be overwhelming if you try to, you know, your brain might just feel like, oh my gosh, but maybe a bite-sized chunk of 
just the awareness of the problem without the solution is still a contribution to the world. It's still sending out a vibration that you care for everybody on both sides of this. That it's not apathy. It's not tuning out or going into toxic spiritual bypass. And that you are not immune to the sufferings of millions of people on both sides. And that we want a solution and not just another Band-Aid fix that might favor one side greatly over the other. That's enough. You say whatever prayer or whatever affirmation feels good to you, and you do your best and go about your day, knowing that you are part of a citizen of the world. And even though you can't change anything on a, on a tangible level, you are still tuned in to this tribe of this community of being human on planet Earth. Thanks for listening.